and I'll grant you immunity for all your other crimes. Like the baby you strangled, and the fire you started in which eight nurses died. I still can't risk telling the truth, thinks the narcissistic suspect with no sense of perspective. I've been assured by the most eminent superintendent in the land that I could have melted my neighbour in a cauldron of boiling wax and he totally let me off. But there's still no way of predicting how annoyed he might be about the whole English patient thing. Nope, that's a tough one to call. Better play it safe and say nothing. In my first real-life experience of this kind of situation, I gleaned a perverse satisfaction from giving up my shocking secret straight away. Truth is, I felt a little bit ashamed to be involved with the police in the role of boring goody-two-shoes who'd done nothing wrong, so I decided to try and annoy them. A detective's job is to ferret out what people are hiding, so how irritating must it be for them when someone's opening gambit is, let me tell you everything. Imagine how furious Jamie Oliver would be if he opened his oven on Christmas Day and found a perfectly cooked turkey with all the trimmings in there that someone else had prepared earlier. It must be like that. I shared my solitary secret with the detectives investigating the Billy Deadmate's murders as if it were a great gossipy anecdote. It was. I said... I don't know where to start. Oh, wait. Yes, I do. And laughed. There was only one place I could start. In the middle. In every sense. With a symbolic object that stood at the centre of it all. A solid barrier between one half of my life and the other. An unpainted wooden door with a silver handle. Tuesday the 6th of January. 2015. Ring pull. I think the word as I swallow the object. It happened too quickly. A hard snag in the orange-flavoured fruit rush in my mouth. Then gone. Nothing to be done. Unless... No, I didn't imagine it sliding down. It was too small to hurt, but I felt it. A lump in liquid. And the visual evidence tells me I swallowed it its absence from the top of the can in my hand. I must have worked it loose and dropped it in, plucking and twisting, my fingers barely aware of what they were doing. My only aim was to fill time with physical activity, although I realise now that I've swallowed metal. It's a habit I have, even when I don't need to distract myself. I work the ring pull loose, snap it off, and drop it into my drink to get it out of the way of my mouth. If you think about it, it makes perfect sense. Only one item to dispose of, if it's inside the can. And, I'd have said before today, there's no danger of it ending up in your stomach. Only a fool would swallow a ring pull. Did I do it on purpose? Because now I have a problem, maybe, and it occurs to me that might be exactly what I wanted another distraction. What to do about the foreign object inside my body? Is it dangerous? If it is, I have to do something about it, which means I'll need to leave this ward and go to another one. Did I mention how efficient I am? This will impress you. When I need, unexpectedly, to find out if swallowing a ring pull is likely to do me any harm, I'm already in a hospital.
the Rawnsley General Infirmary. You can't get much more ergonomic than that. I'd never been inside a hospital until last Saturday, apart from when I was born. But I've watched my fair share of medical dramas, and I've never heard anyone mention the ring-pool ward. At the moment I'm in Ward 10, the cancer ward. This is where my grandmother is dying. I have to stay until she dies, unless I can come up with a really good excuse to leave. A sharp-edged metal object that might slice my gut open from within sounds like a brilliant excuse to me. But then I'm not an expert. And I'm not sure if the edges were sharp. They probably make them rounded so nobody cuts their fingers. I'd better ask someone. The nurses and doctors on Ward 10 are bound to be more interested in cancer. But anyone working on the world's top illness must first have been...